0: Here we go with another episode of the ISO on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. As most Gonzaga game previews, we get the opposing head coach today, no different, the head coach of the Dons USF, first year coach doing a tremendous job, Chris Gerlifson. Chris, thanks for joining. No, thanks for having me, Dan. Well, you guys have had some bright spots this season. You guys have also, as mentioned, off camera, a couple disappointing stretches. Um When things are going well at the Hilltop, they're going really well. You guys knocked off at the time, number 25, Arizona State, where you guys were up by nearly 40 for many stretches of the second half. When you guys are playing your best basketball, what does it look like? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, the first thing I would say is
1: we've struggled with the consistency piece. And and that's the biggest thing, as you know, in college basketball, if you can kind of harness that, you have a chance to be really good. And and so we've shown flashes. Um, I think at our best, we're a team that can get up and down the floor with some pace. Um, You know, we have smaller perimeter guards. I think they're at their best attacking early in possessions, Um, but we're at our best too. When we share the ball and the ball kind of moves side to side and uh, we get into our half court actions and, Um, you know, we've, we've taken care of the ball a little bit better than we did at the start of the year. That's kind of been Achilles heel for us. So um, again, something that we're addressing on a daily basis. And, you know, when we do it, we've shown we can play with anybody in the country. Um, And that's the, that's the challenging part. And,
0: And the tricky part is just kind of harnessing that consistency piece. Consistency is always the mark of a great athlete or a great team. You guys are still searching for that, but when you guys look good, you look really good. Uh, unfortunately, to start conference play, you drop two games. You're zero and two with the Zags coming into town. What was it? What were the Achilles' heels in those first two games? I know one of the games you guys really didn't shoot well from the three point line. Another game, uh, San Diego took thirty three free throw attempts. Yep. What would what have been the differences?
1: Yeah, no. um, You know, I think in both games, we've put teams at the free throw line way too many times. And we had addressed that earlier in the year. And, you know, before Christmas break, I thought we were trending in the right direction in terms of a lot of the stuff that had given us problems. Um, And for whatever reason, in these first two games, we're fouling too much, uh, giving teams, you know, easy points at the free throw line, free money. And we need to do a better job of defending without Fallon, um, you know, and and we cannot let missing shots or, you know, when we're making threes um, we're hard to deal with, but we can't let that define us, you know, and that can't affect the other end of the floor. Um, you know, offense can affect the defense and vice versa. And we've struggled a little bit with that. So um, all things that I'm confident that we'll fix uh, and get better at as the season goes on. But unfortunately, We've had to learn the hard way here in these first two conference games. And, and as you know, every game in conference is a war and a battle and there are no no off nights in the WCC.
0: You guys lost Jamari Bouye from a year ago, who was one of the best players in recent memory in the WCC. Khalil Shabazz flirted with transferring, transferring, flirted with trying to start a professional career. He's back uh, I've called him Jamari Bouye 2.0 because you guys rely on him a ton. How good has Shabazz been this year for you guys?
1: No, he, he's great. He, he's somebody that I have a lot of trust in. Um, you know, he's been through the wars of what this league is about, um, has helped us win a lot of games here over his career. Um, and I think he's grown up a little bit in the sense that he he's turned into a, a better leader than probably what he was in the past. You know, sometimes I think it was natural for him to kind of take a back seat to Jamari. He's kind of stepped into a different role with our team because we need that, uh, along with Tyrell Roberts. I think those two guys are, are a good one two punch for us. And um, so I'm just happy with his maturation and his growth um you know some things you don't see necessarily that translates into the play but it's it's what he says in the locker room it's kind of the presence that he has behind the scenes
0: top 10 gonzaga is at your gym uh thursday tip off is in the evening it's a big game what are the keys for you guys to uh slow down the gonzaga attack and and have a chance for the win Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's a daunting task in terms of how you slow them down.
1: Um, The names change at Gonzaga, but the way they play and and, um, just their style doesn't, you know, and that's a testament to coach and and kind of the deal that he's built there. But, um, you know, I think it starts with Drew, you know, I, I don't know if, they're you know he's faced just about every kind of defense you can face and and figured out ways to score and be uh, tremendously uh effective with his field goal percentage um 66% from the floor is is amazing um and i think they're very good at, at finding spots of of where to get him catches um he has some of the best footwork that i've seen in college basketball in in my 25 years of coaching. So um, I think it's more, how do you try to unnerve him? How do you try to maybe, you know, not let him be as comfortable as as he is used to being, Um, you know, but it's a, it's a task where we have to team defend, you know, there's not one singular guy on our our roster or any roster college basketball that can defend him one-on-one. So it's going to be a team defensive, uh, approach with him, um, you know, maybe mix defenses up a little bit to try to try to keep them off balance, um, you know, but we'll have our hands full,
0: but we're we're ready for the fight. And, you know, we like when our backs are against the wall. Last question, coach, because I know you've got a lot of different things on your plate right now. Uh, former Gonzaga teammate of mine and roommate Kyle Bankhead is on your staff now. How hard is it to temper maybe his emotions during a a week where he's preparing to face his alma mater? And second part of that is does he still have any Gonzaga gear or have you kind of completely eliminated that from his wardrobe?
1: I I haven't seen any of the Gonzaga gear yet, but I'm sure he's got something hiding in in some of his drawers for sure. Um, You know, it, it, I'm sure it, It is touching a a touchy spot with him in terms of what it feels like to play against a school that, you know, he won so many games at and had so many good memories at. Um, But he's been through this before, too, you know, having been an assistant at at the University of San Diego and having to play the Zags. So, um, you know, he's knee-deep in prep, as the rest of our staff are, Um, and he's a professional in in every sense of the word. And, and we're so happy to have him here on staff and um but if he doesn't have the cheat code in terms of how to beat the zags he may he may not be here next week so um <laughs> a lot riding on the uh on the game for him but no he, he is a uh tremendous asset to me and and
0: our team and, and the staff awesome well best of luck i appreciate the time and uh hopefully things go well for you on thursday night i appreciate it dan always good catching up